This is the result of your words, day 32. You know the drill. Hate spreads faster than kindness. And what you post online could encourage someone to do something in real life. So let's get to today's stories. The title of this article pretty much says it all. Harvard, MIT, Penn Varsities refused to condemn calls for violence on Jews. I watched a very small part of this hearing and I agreed with the Republicans and it hurt. After the president of UPenn spoke to Congress, students filed a lawsuit saying that the school condones Judenhass. New study finds that just 4% of American universities condemn the attack on October 7th. That's a despicably low number. Harvard Chabad hosted a screening of the Hamas footage from October 7th. I'm assuming it's going to go to UPenn and MIT next. The resolution passed. I think it needed to be clearer. What I consider anti-Zionism and what a Republican considers anti-Zionism or a leftist for that matter is not the same. So without any parameters, that's super dangerous. That said, it is just a resolution. It doesn't have any tangible effect. Legally speaking, Tom Massey posted this meme. No one is happy with him. You can agree with this all you want personally, but I've never seen anyone post a meme like this for any other geopolitical issue. It is, in fact, because it involves Jews. Massey is the only Republican that didn't support the resolution on Judenhass. His reasoning and the left's reasoning were not the same. Biden is finally speaking up on grape as an act of war by Hamas on October 7th. Two months. It took two months for everyone to start saying something. The U.S. is banning visas for settlers involved in violence in the West Bank after repeatedly asking Israel to do something about them. Thank you, Biden administration. This is welcome and a bit overdue. But so is acknowledging the grapes that took place. So better late than never, I guess. A woman set fire to a stroller outside of a New Jersey preschool that's associated with the Jewish Community Center. But of course, they've determined it's not a hate crime. Do you believe them? San Francisco supervisor Dean Preston has introduced a resolution calling for a ceasefire and a release of hostages. He acknowledges October 7th and names Hamas, also condemning Islamophobia and Judenhat. A lot of the Jewish community doesn't think it's far enough. I am fine with it. A Queens man has been indicted on hate crime charges for an attack on Jewish tourists in Times Square in October. So it turns out Baltimore City Council is not not going to condemn Hamas. They just didn't think the language of that resolution was supportive enough of the Muslim community. Apparently, it was one of those things that needed to be passed by unanimous consent, or they had to amend it in some way. Looks like it's going to be brought back up later after being amended. I hope it still includes condemning Hamas next time. At the Illinois Shoah Museum and Education Center, there's going to be a new program to combat hate. It will be led by Judenhaas survivors, mostly of the Shoah, but also of the 1900s pogroms. You know how much I like people acknowledging that Judenhaas didn't just start with the Shoah. I don't like agreeing with Doug Mastriano. And I'm sure there are bad things about this bill because there's no way I can actually agree with Doug Mastriano. But he introduced a bill in Pennsylvania that would end state funding for colleges and universities that support Judenhaas. Well, one thing I have a problem with is it doesn't look like Islamophobia is mentioned at all. Corinne Jean-Pierre responded beautifully when asked about the canceled Hanukkah celebrations across the country. Republicans are angry because she included Islamophobia in her response. Argentinian president-elect is giving the top legal role to someone with neo-Yazi ties, who resigned previously over those ties. Judenhaas flyers have been distributed in Kalispell, Montana. PM of Morocco supports Hamas and then calls all Jews idiots, except for Albert Einstein. He's the exception. It gets worse, but I don't have time. Toronto police are holding a safety town hall for the Jewish community in North York. This should not be necessary. So a Jewish safety volunteer in New York was attacked when questioning someone ripping down hostage posters with a knife. Pepper sprayed and verbally assaulted. 
she was previously arrested. Now he's been arrested for punching her in the arm and shouting Islamophobia at her. He says he didn't do it. New institutions added to the list for the Department of Education probe. Santa Monica College, University of Cincinnati, Union College, Tulane University, Montana State University, and Cobb County School District. In Brooklyn, a group has been arrested for attacking a 40-year-old Jewish man. 85 were unalived in a drone strike in Nigeria, including women and children. They were celebrating Maulud, which is a Muslim holiday. Supposedly, it was an accident, but I haven't seen a single person talk about it. Nigeria's president has ordered an investigation. The Islamic State is working to radicalize followers in Europe into attacking Jews. Student officers at King's College London were suspended for, quote, supporting Gaza. I haven't seen the letter, so I can't say if it's Judenhass or genuinely just supporting Gaza. I'm inclined to believe there was a reason that they were suspended, but this was the only article I could find about it. I'll let you know when I find out what happened. Australia pledges safety for Israelis after Israel issued a travel warning. Meanwhile, at Westfield Bondi Junction in Sydney, food was being thrown at 13-year-old Jewish schoolgirls. In London, as they were putting up the big Hanukkah, a man was screaming how they were responsible for unaliving Palestinians. And I'm not sure, but this might be the same Hanukkah. And it was already vandalized. In Brighton, UK, female pro-Palestinian protesters were tearing down posters about SV by Hamas. These weren't even hostage posters, which makes this all the more despicable. Slim Thug doesn't want Jewish music executives owning black music, but it seems like he doesn't have a problem with other non-black music executives. Then said that Jews should only own music by Jewish people. This one is kind of the same concept as Williamsburg, Virginia. At Kellogg Middle School in Rochester, New York, a teacher removed two songs from their holiday concert, a Hanukkah song and a Kwanzaa song. The excuse for the Kwanzaa song was that it was too difficult to learn with the time allotted. The excuse for the Jewish song was that it could be seen as taking a side in the conflict. No, I'm not kidding. This happened because students complained about it for the record. Middle schoolers. We're talking about middle schoolers. The Forward is a fairly left-leaning Jewish publication. Because of everything happening, they are making their articles available to everyone. They have taken down their paywall. Please use it. In Williamsburg, Virginia, they are finding a new location for a Hanukkah celebration. So Williamsburg won't go without one, just that event. And that's all the stories I have for you today. Some of these I will be elaborating on in posts. And if there's one you want me to elaborate on, let me know. Sorry, this was a long one, but that's what you get with more than 30 stories. Refuge Lema to all of us in need of healing. And may the memories of those who have been lost and those who will be lost be a blessing and a revolution for peace, freedom, and safety for all. Shortcast Club.